0: Missy D Missy D
1: She's so talented you know Mm -hmm.
0: sweet sticky jillibbies my gola gola, gola how are you episode 31 i only rem- remember that because uh we did episode 30 last week and we were supposed to do actually a double trouble mum and me but i tell you what trying to lock that woman down is probably easier uh to have a cup of jar with the president trump president trump the ex-president mr trump who's now in possible lots of shit in he really i ain't even following it i can't i can't do it I was talking to a mate of mine the other day and and my cousin, actually, I think I mentioned this last time. I can't I can't watch the news. I can't speak about what's going on. I know there's terrible atrocities happening across the world and it really is sad. It really is sad. And please don't judge me by thinking, Missy, you piece of shit. Uh, You know, you don't give a shit about what's happening. I do. I do care about humanity. I do care about all the injustices, Gaza, Palestine, Israel. I understand it all. But what I said to my cousin, Millie Malay in America, uh, she started talking about Palestine and Israel and and the wars and all that kind of stuff. Um, And I'm not downtroddening it because it's awful. I can't watch, you know, the the videos online and stuff. Uh, But I say to her this, listen, coming from a media perspective. You know this this the spiel anyway. Basically, the media will put highlight something in your face, and then that becomes the most important thing in your life because everything is honed in on this. Um, sorry, I was about to sneeze. Then on this one war. Okay, so all of us are going. You know, this is disgraceful. This is what we got to do, and so rightly we should. We sh- we should fight for humanity. However. What I was saying to my other friend is this. Right now, sitting here... There are atrocities happening right across the globe. Every millisecond of every minute, something awful is happening to somebody. Somebody's getting raped. Someone's getting abused. Someone's getting killed. Someone right now is chopping up someone's body in little bits and throwing them into some ditch somewhere. Someone is getting strangled. Someone is uh, getting thrown out of a window somewhere. Someone is getting burnt. uh, Someone is dying. Someone is uh, just being born into this world. Someone is taking their last breath someone has just got cancer a cancer cell has entered their body do you understand do you understand where I'm going with this you know if you focus on all the negativity in the world um, and I find that the world find it easier to to focus on the negativity you know if we focus on the negativity then how are we going to get out of this rut because I really think the whole psyche of humanity has gone down big time like it's turned into shit i think humanity was much hard. being a human was hard back in the you know the dark ages they didn't have the facilities that we have 5g wi-fi cars and electric cars and uh you know digital money and all that shit they had like a spear and a stone and like two discs to to make a fire and they had to go and hunt for food every single day barefoot sometimes You know, they didn't have luxury showers and bathrooms and spas and champagne, darling, and all that kind of shit. Do you know what I mean? And although it was physically demanding and hard and it wasn't easy or comfortable, I think then because they were communicating, um, you know, within themselves, face to face, man to man, human to human, and it took time for news to travel because it had to go from, you know, one place to the other via telegram. It took time to travel and time to absorb. Um, it it just was, what can I say? It probably wasn't a better quality of life. It's really hard to, dis- to describe. But uh, do, you, do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Although, yeah, we've got everything at in reach with in our lives right now. Um, and all the news is in our face and stuff. It really is polluting and killing our brain cells. It really is. And what what gets me is this. If you asked all humans to focus on all the positives in life, they'd really struggle. <laughs> they would. They'd be like, well, what, what's good in this world? What's good in my life? My life is shit. You know, I haven't got enough money. When they're probably earning about 100 grand a year. I haven't got enough money. haven't got my uh, posh Porsche car Although for me Porsche wouldn't be the car it'd be a Bentley convertible it would and that's just to take the piss really i mean what is a Bentley convertible it's just a a, a bigger more expensive car than a Ford Fiesta right a bit more uh, bells and whistles on it but yeah Bentley convertible if anybody's leaving any kind of inheritance to me um just add in the Bentley convertible black exterior cream interior leather <laughs> i'm not materialistic i'm not <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But but do you know what I mean? You know, if you ask humans to everyone to just concentrate on doing good things, thinking good thoughts, concentrating on the good, wouldn't this world be a better place? I know I sound like a preacher half the time, but I'm not preaching. I'm not preaching. I'm here. Just allowing those thoughts from my heart go into my brain because my brain has to activate my mouth. And that's all that this podcast is all about. So welcome to episode 31 of the Journal of Missy D. Uh, I, lo- I love the feedback every single week that I just get from random people. They're like, Missy, I heard your podcast. Oh, my God. Actually, that's a lie. They don't say, I heard your podcast. They'll start quoting part of my podcast. For example, Shrinky friend, she was like, I knew it. I knew it. I just knew last week you were going to talk about my wardrobe. Just because I sent you a video on my wardrobe, I knew I heard your podcast and you started talking about your wardrobe. And I knew the next sentence would have been Shrinky's wardrobe. (laughs) I know it's 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 bad. You know, when I was um, in the height, let's say the height of Missy D and I was ubly ubly famous. Not that I'm not famous now, but, uh, you know, I was kind of getting hounded then. You know, it was all fresh in your face and I was in everyone's face in London, right? <laughs> people used to run away from me. Hold on, I didn't bring my water upstairs, did I? Damn, I need water for my podcast. Oh, well, um, I'm on a roll now, so let's just keep going. Yeah, people would... Uh, Avoid me like the plague. Because they knew anything that they said, anything that went past my ears, it would be used as a material for Missy e. D on The Breakfast Show on Club Asia Radio, 963 and 972 AM. <laughs> uh, at first, they didn't quite get it. But after a few months, they're like, uh, you just said what I said the other day. And I said that to you and you just put it on radio. I, was like, I did, but I didn't say your name, though, did I? <laughs> They were like, no, I'll go. So the only person that knows that said it was you, right? Yeah. So, you you know, you can't do me for no no slander or nothing like that. (laughs) But yeah, people used to avoid me. Um, Some people used to give me information. They was like, oh, my God, this would be great if (laughs) you... for your radio show. So I guess you must be careful about what, what information you give me. You know, like Sister-in-law, by the way. You know, the one who's my sister, Sister-in-law, but I call Sister-in-law, whose name is Ranj Chadda, by the way, or Chadda if you want to say it properly. Chadha seems to be a, quite a popular uh, surname, especially in Bollywood films. And she heard my podcast and she then, what's that A guy? Actually, she sent it to, to him to me again and she started talking about him and she was like, you know, this is the only person that you need to follow. <laughs> hold on a minute. She sent it this morning. Uh, da, da, da Luke Catino? Cati- hold on. Is it Luke? Hold on. Hold- Luke, yeah. Luke Catino. Luke Catino. And she's like, forget all your shit that you're doing. Ritu. Because <laughs> she calls me Ritu or Missy. Actually, she, she flits between Missy and Ritu. And uh, you just got to follow him. And she did send me a video this morning that really really resonated and i don't like using words like that because i'm um, it, it reminds me of people that are trying to be posh resonated <laughs> and he's just like he was talking like i was really and uh, she sent it to me and actually can i play it uh, let, me, let me see if i can play it uh because it really made sense hold on hold on yeah speak the luke I don't know if i'm allowed to do this but we're going to do it anyway so it says no matter who you are where you are in life what's going on in your life you need to do this no matter what
1: hi good morning everyone i hope everybody's doing good i hope everyone slept deeply last night today i want to talk about that there are certain things that we need to do in life no matter what is happening in our life like we established yesterday every human is with suffering every human is also with joy It's where we choose to look. If we constantly focus on the suffering, we cannot see the joy that exists in our life. But I want to talk about today certain things that we should never stop doing no matter what's going on in our life right now we may be sick we may be feeling sick we may have woken up feeling sick we may have been diagnosed with a disease maybe we're going through a breakup maybe we're in a toxic relationship maybe you're in love maybe you're really happy maybe you got that promotion maybe you didn't get that promotion your business is doing really well maybe your business isn't doing too well no matter what is happening in your life good or bad happy or sad One thing that we should keep doing is looking after our health. That never stops. One of the biggest problems is when we slip into sadness, when we slip into anger, we let every part of our life belong with that and that makes coming out of these difficult negative emotions more difficult or sometimes we get too comfortable in life we start earning more we start getting that promotion we get a little bit more money we change our lifestyle and we also start changing the things that we should be doing every day like brushing our teeth for our health so you see no matter what happens in our life, you know, a lot of people slip into depression, depression is real, and then they stop doing everything because they look at other people's behaviors when they're depressed, and they start to conform to this. I understand the, the, the most difficult thing to do when someone's going through depression is to put those shoes on and go for a walk, to work out. But it's difficult, but the moment people, and we have we have these documented articles of people saying, no matter how low I was, when I went for a walk, I started to feel better. So that difficult moment of two minutes, putting your shoes on and going out for a walk. And when I speak to these people, they say, "I said, did you see, did you stop your walk in between?" They said, "Once we started, we kept going." And that's difficult for all of us. Sometimes we come home tired from work, and the last thing on our mind is to go for that walk, to look after our exercise, to, to look after our body. But you need to understand: it's the two minutes of your mind fighting with you. Don't do it. Your mind is trying to win against you. But you put those shoes on. Maybe don't even put those shoes on. Go out barefoot for a walk if you live in a safe place and a clean place. But the point is, once you start, most people will never stop. So no matter what you're going through in life right now, you need to look after your health. Some things we cannot stop doing. Although our mind will fight with us, our heart will fight with us, our body will fight with us. But we need to keep doing those little things. And it's not because I'm telling you to do it. It's what the body needs. Sometimes we need to look in life as, what does the body need? Instead of listening to what people are telling us to constantly do, what does our body need? What does our soul need? How many of us turn to prayer and find peace in prayer? And Sometimes we've got to be reminded, even though we find that peace in prayer, we forget to pray. We forget to Start our day talking to God, praying, having faith in the universe. And it's different. If, if you don't have faith, it's okay. Just don't do it. No one's here to preach to you and change you. The point is, if it works for you, why do we stop doing it? Because you see, the human mind is such that we constantly keep thinking and thinking. And we forget the important things in life. Well, this body that you and I have is what keeps us moving through life. It keeps us alive. It keeps, And if we can't nurture that every day our problems start to get bigger and bigger because right now <clears throat> you have low energy because you're not working out. You also have low energy because you're going through some difficult situation in life. But the point is I can't get better at those situations in life, all those emotions, if I have low energy. So I need to create that energy in my body through the food that I eat, through my movement, through my sleep at night. Now, all of us will have the. be ex- but I can't sleep but I don't feel like eating healthy food but I don't feel like exercising well those are your feelings that's not you those are your thoughts which create those feelings you are capable of the action despite the thoughts and despite the feelings you know a lot of people say follow your heart follow your feelings that's actually very inaccurate advice if all of us had to truly, truly follow our hearts right now you know the trouble that you would get in If all of us had to truly follow every thought that we have and every feeling that we had, a lot of us would be in trouble right now. The point is we can't. Sometimes we need to do the things that are required. Like do you get a feeling to brush your teeth in the morning? Do you have an emotion to brush your teeth in the morning? No. Do you follow your heart to brush your teeth in the morning? No. There are some things that you just do. You just do them. And how was that built? That powerful action was built through repetition in the subconscious mind and that is why although it's that struggle to go for that workout you do it today no matter what push yourself of course if you're sick it's a different thing use common sense you push yourself and then you push yourself again tomorrow and then the third day now you develop a new neural pathway in your brain and it's going to become easier on the fourth day so yes we are going to have to commit to maybe three difficult days maybe four maybe five But the point is, no matter what is happening in your life today, there are small things that you can do for your health. And you need to do that no matter what. You see, when things are great in our life, we're all happy. We forget everything. But when things go wrong, We think everything is wrong with our life. We say it's a bad life. No, there's something bad happening in your life. You say, I'm depressed. No, maybe you just have a thought that depresses you. You say, I'm sad. My life is so sad. No, if you break it down, you'll find there are many things going well for you in your life. So the the terminology that you use makes you feel that way. Your life isn't bad. There are bad things happening in your life. But there are also good things. that is why we train the human mind to also search for goodness, to also search for things that make us feel good. That's why we reflect so we can rise above the sadness and the anger and the low feelings to also recognize that there are some good things happening. And if you start to focus on those good things, you don't feel all that bad. I'm not here to take away from your pain of what you may be going through. That is your pain. That is your grief. That is your emotion. No one can preach you out of it. No one can motivate you out of it. But we can inspire ourselves and empower ourselves with a new thought process. What terminology am I using? You look at your face. Maybe you're puffed up this morning. Maybe your skin's a little dark and you say, I hate my body. I hate my whole self. I don't look beautiful. There's a part of you. There's a part of you that doesn't like what you see. But now you label the entire body. What do you think your cells are doing? Why do you feel so bad when someone speaks rudely to you? Because trillions of cells vibrate with that negative emotion. We really need to understand this. And someone can say something really kind to you. They could just even smile at you. Such a genuine smile and every part of your body lights up. Those were trillion cells responding to that emotion again. So the sooner we understand these things, the sooner we will select the words that we use, select the friends that we keep, select the environment that we stay within or we choose to create for ourselves, select the kind of TV shows that we watch, the music that we listen to, the company that we keep. You see, all of that has an impact on every cell of our body. So before we end this coming back, no matter what is going on in your life, you may say, oh, I'm the busiest person, I'm a billionaire, I'm a CEO, fine. But there are certain things that you need to do, which is look after your health. You cannot outsource that. There are too many people who think they can outsource their health. You can. You can. People can come and take your blood sample. People can tell you how to eat. People can tell you, but finally, you got to do all of that stuff. No one can make you do that. You need to do that. And the sooner we realize that no matter who we are in life, where we are in life, our health is our responsibility. We can listen, we can learn, we can take expert advice. But if I want to get better and I want to keep this health going, I need to do my part. And that is called personal responsibility. Have a great day, everyone, and peace be with you.
0: And there you go. So uh, that was pretty long. It was long. I'm sorry, but uh, he, he likes. He is a little bit like me. He likes to go on. But didn't the man make absolute sense and that's exactly uh what i have been reading been saying to you on my soapbox and i totally believe that you know every thought in your mind affects your body Uh, you know good thoughts bad thoughts oh my feather fell out on my microphone one second please one second one second it's very important yeah yeah so and this was very um Poignant for me today when she sent it, because only yesterday I had a one hour, 40 minute call with Amina Kumari, who normally checks in on me on a Tuesday. And uh, <laughs> the woman is relentless. She is fierce. She was like proper laying into me yesterday. Missy, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Missy, I don't want no negative commentary. I didn't ask you this. What did I ask you? I'm like, oh, boy, hey, guru. <laughs> <laughs> She went, even went as far as going, Missy, get a fucking grip. <laughs> and I was like, I thought he was supposed to be nice to me. Anyway, at the end of that conversation, I said to her, look, I need to go on a walk every single day with my dog. My poor dog does not get a daily walk. I've talked about this before on podcasts. Yeah, but he's fine. He's there's no RSPCA stuff going on here. Um, and then she, uh, Ranj sends me this today about going on a walk. And you don't want to go on that walk, but the minute you put your shoes on and the minute you get out, then you put one step in front of the other, in front of the other, in front of the other. And one step becomes another step. and Then 10 steps become 20 steps, 100 steps, a 1, thousand steps. And you just keep going. And uh, as he, you heard, the people um, that he asked, they said, he said, did you stop in between? They said, said, no, once we started, we just carried on going. So that has really inspired me to start walking on Monday and making a re- routine. That is the, the key thing here it takes I don't know uh, I'm not going to lie and say I know how many days it takes to make that routine but most of us know right you can google it it takes x amount of days to make a routine in your life and once you make that routine in your life your brain changes It, it, it it creates different paths in your brain I'm reading about it right now it's so interesting how you know when you talk or when you have an emotion or when you have a thought or, or or if you have a feeling, did you know, did you know that your brain actually it's like moldy, not moldy, <laughs> molding clay. So like say you've got clay or plasticine, say you've got a big lumber plasticine in your hand and you're just um, touching it and kind of putting little dents in it and it's, manu- it's moving every time anything happens within your body, whether you're moving. So if I move my thumb, if I blink, um, that all is imprinted in your brain and a thousand different neurocells, they work together to make this thing happen. And your brain is always constantly moving and making different pathways. And also, depending on... Uh, What was I reading the other day? Like mathematicians. Mathematicians are very much into doing all the, you know, different equations and different ways of adding, subtracting, all that kind of business, right? That takes, I mean, I I wouldn't say I'm shit at maths. I wouldn't say I'm I'm the best at maths. But people, it takes a lot of intelligence to understand maths and then apply mathematics to all sorts of things, not just to, it's not just about adding numbers, is it? You apply it to science and to... Uh, uh, um, engineering, uh, science, uh, space crafts, all that kind of thing. It all requires uh, math- mathematics, um, and they say that people that are high end mathematic-, mathematic mathematicians uh, they their brain is different. Uh, people that do puzzles, scu- is it scudo, scudo? No, it's not scudo. Secudo secudo. All that kind of thing. Their brains are different. People who like to knit all day long, their brains are different. So because they are creating these neuropaths and these different um, paths in their brains, your brain is always moving. And the book I'm reading is in the other room, so I can't tell you. I think it's David Hamilton I'm reading. And it's it's mind-blowing because he's saying you can use your mind to heal your body, regardless of what it is. I mean, he's trying to be careful by saying, you know... uh, I'm not saying come off all your medicine and I'm not, I'm not saying that operations don't work because he has to, he has to cover his back or get sued left, right and centre, right? But I totally believe in what he's saying. He's a Scottish man, lives, he lives here in England, not England, in Scotland, in the United Kingdom. And I'm I'm loving reading his book because I like simple books. I've got a pile of 15 that I haven't finished and I've got a few online here that I haven't finished but I kind of got stuck to this one now. So I'm reading him and this is off the back of my uh, acupuncturist. Her name is Emma, who is amazing. Uh, she's also a Reiki master and she was like, Missy, e, the only book you need read, need to read is this one. So I'm reading it. And it's literally about the power. I've told you last last podcast, right? About the kids, about the little rockets and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm reading it and it's making so much sense. Seriously. I mean, have you ever thought in anything in your body, even breathing? You take a breath, you blink, you you look, you look at something, you I don't know, scratch your face, you move your finger, all of it. Your nails grow, your eyes grow your eyes grow, your hair grows, all of that. Constantly, constantly, constantly. Your brain is operating all of that and is doing it itself. It is like the biggest mind-blowing computer in the whole wide world no computer can beat a human brain and imagine i mean how did this all happen who made this brain where did it come from who programmed it to to work like this it's honestly i mean i would love love to find out who did it because according to most people (laughs) we're gonna go down the whole religion here again according to most people it's god right god made us god made our brains god gave us our souls and our bodies and all that business but yeah you know me and the god thing I, I, It was only yesterday that my mom's came into my room and every morning she gives me amrit amrit is holy water so she has this bottle of holy water she's got from i think it's the golden temple actually and uh her friend bought it from me and every day she puts a bit in a glass and she prays. Then she makes me drink it. And then she sat on my edge of my bed and she was like, Why don't you pray? Why it's not is there's no good me sitting here praying to God to make you better. Why don't you pray? And I was like, Well I don't understand why I need to pray. Who am I praying to? Who is this God? Where is this God? I've never met this God. I can see you got loads of gurus, uh, but that's because I'm a Sikh. If I was a Christian, it would be Jesus Christ. If I was a Muslim, it would be Allah. If I was Hindu, it would be Bhagavan and all the different statues that they got. You know, Kalima, all this, that, this, Devi, that, Devi, whatever it is, right? So where's God? Who's God? Um, and maybe, maybe a God um, made all of us, but where did this i mean not just human life all life in the entire universe the planets the trees the birds and the bees and the grass and the oh gosh everything everything is moving have you ever stopped to just think Wowzers, everything is just like functioning all by itself and something somewhere has made this is it a god Or is it some kind of power? Is it consciousness? Is it what is it? It's it's mad. It really is because it just continuously keeps going, doesn't it? Like, you know, like I talked to earlier at this very moment in time, all those atrocities are happening, but also miracles are happening right now. Every single millisecond of every minute, babies are being born babies from conception how did conception happen how do they then uh, you know divide into all these little cells and how do they then become an embryo embryo into maybe if they were quadruplets four babies in a dead it's just i, I can't i, I mean what i wish i was fascinated with this when i was maybe a, a kid or a teenager or a university and maybe would have probably studied something fruit, fruitful rather than fruitless <laughs> I did media communications with photography just because I thought it would be easy. I really wanted to go into IT because I'm such a geek. I'm a massive geek. And if I had gone into IT, I would have developed my IT skills. Um, I can pretty much do anything that is required in the world of IT. And if I don't know how to do what I will find out how to do because nothing's hard in life not just IT all sorts of stuff all sorts you know building things um I don't need any instructions um that kind of thing anything that needs doing everyone's just straight to Ritu Do can you do this because they know that I can fix it no matter what it is no bloody matter but going back to miracles the miracle of right now someone's just killed their last cancer cell somebody has completely and entirely healed Uh, their tumour in their brain you know these kind of miracles somebody right now has just saved someone from drowning in a ocean somewhere you know so there's those, those kind of miracles someone who had lost their sight for many years has just opened their eyes and they've just looked at the world for the first time so there's many miracles in this world as well but most of us walk around and just focus on the negative. And I'm not saying I don't. I'm sitting and I i am all positive, positive, positive. I am not. I'm telling you, I'm finding it very difficult from making my transition from being back in the day, an angry person. I'm not an angry person now, but I, I can have my buttons pushed. And if they're pushed, then yes, I will become angry. And that's not good. It's not good. It's got something, something that has to give. Right. I need to sort that shit out. Um, I can be a. Uh, I'm a person that doesn't have faith in myself. Uh, Asmina Kamari pointed out yesterday i'm someone that puts myself down i don't have enough love for myself enough faith in myself enough respect for, for myself which is really 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 bad but um i i, I sit here and i can sit with my mum or some aunts that come over some friends or whatever and gossip and take the piss out of people that's not kind it's not nice is it really so that that kind of thing it really, really needs to change to make massive changes in my life. And that's what I've realised. And it's so hard, so hard, so hard to get up every single day and break a routine that you've been in. Uh, you've been in this routine all your life and to break it. Oh, my good God. Uh, not just to break it, break it in an environment where you are. They That environment is still the same. So even if I try to change myself, Try to change my habits, try to change my sort, try to change the way I am internally. The external environment hasn't changed. No matter what I try to do on a daily basis, I can't change anyone else or anything else outside of me. The only thing I can change is me. So sometimes external factors do play a part and I'm not blaming those factors. But I just want to know how hard it can be for you for, or for me to try and make those changes in a world. Where everything can be quite negative and quite kind of like this is shit, this is shit, this is shit. Everyone focuses on the shit. Have you ever walked around, seen people walking around going, oh my God, this is amazing. This is amazing. Oh my God, you look amazing. Oh my God, I really appreciate you. I think you're amazing. I, I love you and thank you. No, they don't. It's always like, oh, the fucking wanker. Uh, that fucking bitch said this. Oh, my boss said that. And my husband said this. And my wife said that. And my kids said that. <laughs> Um, Because we're all conditioned To live in negativity And I would like to hold What well, I would like to I would I would like to Oh that's the one I'd like to teach The world to sing In perfect harmony Remember that song What were the lyrics for that song Let me see Let me see Let me see Ah the lyrics are I'd like to build The world a home And furnish it with love Grow apple trees and honeybees and snow white turtle doves. I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. I'd like to hold it in my arms and keep it company. I'd like to see the world for once all standing hand in hand and hear them echo through the hills for peace throughout the land. I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. I'd like to build the world a home and furnish it with love. Grow apple trees and honeybees and snow white turtle doves um any more kind of lovely lyrics there and it just goes on and on and on and on I'd like to see the world for once or standing hand in hand and hear them echo through the hills from peace for peace throughout the land that's a song that's so so close to my heart and I, I know I sound like a little mini kind of what are they called those Buddhas 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 Buddha 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 a Buddha. Buddha that's how the Americans call it American Buddha Buddha. A Buddha. Buddha? Oh, who knows, man? Um, A mini preacher, which I'm not. I'm far from perfect. I have a massive journey, but I really, truly, I'm just telling you this. In this lifetime, without having to go down the religious, spiritual route, I don't know you're thinking, Missy, that's the only way you're going to do it. Not really. Not really. Don't have to start wearing orange robes and start eating vegan food and sitting on hills to become spiritual. I think, living in this modern ferocious awful world that we live in you can if you wanted to become a good human let's just not say spiritual a good human what is a good human you tell me well your sort would be different to my sort a good human for me is truly just giving from the heart just being kind being nice to others and not Operating others, not being negative, not gossiping, not having negative thoughts. And I know it sounds like God, Missy, that you're asking for perfection. And I am. I am. Why can't we be perfection? Why can't we? Can you imagine every single human in this world being perfectly perfect? Perfectly perfect. And everyone's just like, nice. And you're now going to say, where you need the good and the bad and the black and the white and the light and the dark and the shadow and the uh to juxtapose each other. And I get that. I get that. I get that. But why not? Why not then make it heavy on the and the happiness and the kindness and the giving? You know, this this Christmas lark. I've always been big on Christmas, but this Christmas, it's a different feeling within. It's a feeling of. It's a commercial exercise. It's something that businesses are very happy with. But can you imagine if for one Christmas, every single person, every person in the world refrained from buying gifts at Christmas, who would be the only people that lost out? The shopkeepers, right? The businesses, not us. Because instead, for every gift that we gave, we instead gave love, and hugs, and kindness, and humanity to one other human. That's it. Just like a whole day of love and kindness. Do you not think that that is going to make a massive difference in the world? Yeah, the world will go bankrupt. Who gives a flying fuck? I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm more interested in getting the world back together. It's It's going down the pan. It really is all these atrocities starting going back to the beginning of this podcast, all the wars, all the hate, all the um, there's a name for it, isn't it? Oh, gosh, my friend was the name she gave me. I can't remember now. Uh, anyway, so just all of it is just unnecessary, unneeded. And we all together as humans you need to unite. Who was it? Oh, actually, on Facebook this morning, I read this post. And it was like, if you, in a jar, put, chucked in black ants and chucked in red ants and put the lid on, nothing would happen. However, somebody, somebody picks up that jar and shakes it. The red ants in defence are going to start fighting the black ants. But it's not about the ants. It's about who shook them up. So rubbing them up against each other and causing war and conflict between the black ants and the red ants when they actually were just sitting there nice and happily in that jar. Do you see what I mean? And I think I'm gonna leave you on that note. So maybe let's think about not being the shaker upper of those very peaceful black ants and red ants. Let's just think about love and kindness, about Being human. Every time you think of something negative in your mind, make it into a positive. Every time you think of saying something nasty, don't say it. Recognise it in your head like I'm going to say something really horrible there. And if it does come out bad, if you do be not very nice or very unkind to someone, go back and apologise to them. I, the other day, was quite quite unkind to a friend of mine and I was just kind of taking the piss, which, you know, is normal between... Me, me and them but afterwards I'd said something it was just in jest and um because I've got a really bad habit of being sarcastic and thinking it's funny uh and I, I did go back and I was like listen I I, I want to say sorry because that meant something important to you and I just took the piss out of it and it probably didn't make you feel good so I am really sorry and um it, whether they accepted my apology or not it made me feel better <laughs> you know and I'm sure they did accept my apology. They didn't get back to me whether they accepted my apology or not. But anyway, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, apologizer, and I'm a big person uh, who accepts my mistakes. And I will apologize if it is my mistake. So maybe all of us need to kind of be bigger people and try and grab our negativity, chuck it out the window. Um, one thing I've learned now is that if something bad comes into my Head or negative comment comes into my head. You know that thing I told you that Ranj sent me? The Buddha, na. <laughs> Lelo Buddha, na. If I recognize in my head, it gets me every time that, you know, I'm going down. Like in my head, I'm like, life is shit. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck did you just say? Little Buddha, na. it makes me laugh every single time and this is what it says in this book of mine if you think of something negative turn it into a positive and tell the negative to fuck off <laughs> on that note I love you and leave you and hopefully inshallah next week we should have some double trouble mum and me for you and then it'll be the run up to Christmas so we might do some festive episodes take care be good love you lots you
1: ah, the g- you. You he doing?
0: CD.